1: What's up, Jason? We're back, baby. How long gone? What's up? It's me, your boy, Jason. Uh, I'm all I'm all sweaty and dirty. I just finished doing some labor around the house. We're we're mounting mounting the television in the living room uh, on the wall. You know, running cables and drilling holes and. Stud finding.
2: Yeah. I bet you are stud finding. I, I learned from the best. Why don't you, why don't you, have you thought about a task rabbit? They could probably get that done of for a, a cool hundred.
1: Um, I have, and there's a task rabbit that can do lots of stuff. Um, but I'm a man, so I don't do that. Okay,
2: sure. I'm a man too, but I value my time. I think that's the difference, you know, like I could in theory learn to do something like that, but I think my time is more valuable being spent that's where you and se- i
1: differ christopher that's where you and i differ my time is not as valuable
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're like the thing is bro my time just isn't that valuable so i can kind of do that it, know, it, it
1: has value <laughs> of course but you know sure. like um like can't the cameo app you know what i mean yeah sure ken griffey jr is going to be 15 dollars mayam bialik's going to be 45 tom Cruise is priceless you know everyone yeah, has yeah, no, I see what you're saying. a value love, there and I, my time here. is kind of meh take it or leave it okay okay (laughs) sure well then in that
2: (laughs) in that case then i think it's good that you're able to do all these tasks because then it also fills your well i find
1: it too it's satisfying yeah um and and it's self-fulfilling it's fulfilling myself i well i saw
2: eric shakin last night and he was talking about all the stuff he's learned to do he's like oh yeah i installed an entire kitchen in our like basement apartment yesterday see and I was like, What? See? He, he's like, Yeah, I just I just go on YouTube and I figure it out. And he he he's like running like he's doing plumbing and shit. I'm like, Ha that seems really mm-hmm. hard.
1: But I was very impressed. There's a lot of things that you do that are also really hard, Chris. It's fine, you know? All these articles about socks—that ain't easy. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, I just had—I had lunch with Ian
2: at Balthazar to talk about how long gone business. It's hard. Oh wow! What did you order for lunch at the at the bow? I had um, the bib lettuce salad, uh, a shrimp cocktail, and then of course an omelet uh, with a side of mushrooms. Hold the fries at lunch. You can't do that, you know.
1: Si- a side of mushrooms instead of mushrooms in the omelet. I think I respect that. Yeah, I just
2: feel like I I, I like to keep the omelet pure, the way the French intended it. You know, we um just just a dusting of Gruyere, <laughs> um you know that's that's all I that's all I need. I don't know if you order a dusting of I,
1: I wish you did <laughs> stuff like that, but I don't think you do. I
2: d- I do. No, I do get it with Gruyere. I didn't say dusting. Um, only because right, okay. that that might feel disrespectful. <laughs> is there is there any <laughs>
1: other information about your lunch order that you've chosen to strategically withhold? No, no, that's it. I swear, that's it. Ian's good for it. Because I mean, the, the first pass. No, I'm not using the uh, kitchen term. There was no mention of cheese. You were sort of painting a pretty healthy picture. Yo, of course. And then we just try to kind of sneak no no sneak a Gruyere in the eleventh to... hour. That's very that's very kind of Bob Iger of you. No, I, I would, don't like it. I
2: would never I would never it's go. Iger-esque. I would never go Iger when discussing omelets. You know that's a serious subject for me. <laughs> that's crazy. I mm-hmm. I, I guess the, the the it it's necessary because it's the only ingredient. You know, it, it, otherwise it's it's just kind of like a, a mushy egg.
1: Damn, second podcast in a row where we're talking about plain and simple omelets, isn't it? The trend. Shit's okay. crazy. Well, um, tell Ian I said hi. Ian, of course, the 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 matriarch of of Talkhouse, <laughs> our our home, the podcasting illustrious
2: network, the illustrious Talkhouse network, where you know the the owner isn't all up in the videos. Mm. He's just doing his job and surfing you know that's that's the kind of guys we roll with over here
1: yeah and you know stay tuned to the talk house space the gone effect could be oh yeah that's true there's gonna be, yeah that's 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 a good, that's a good There's point. a little yeah.
2: storm a brewing there's a storm of a- brewing get your umbrellas ladies um okay get
1: your umbrellas there's gonna be a brothy bean front on the uh, <laughs> eastern seaboard coming at you Um, uh, but yeah i had a i had a little dinner dinner meeting last night at stir crazy Shout out to all all the homies over there. It, it it's become our, our stir crazy family. Ran into Hallie, all the boys. Um my brother was there. I've been there twice in the last week and both times my brother was <laughs> there without <laughs> without planning it. It was no it was, plan? No plans. It was a pure it was a pure and honest coincidental run-in with my uh with my one and only twin brother. I like that. Who I, I I'm, it's very odd that both of our, our our schedules are cycling at the same time. We're usually ying and yang. You're not normally but, um,
2: cycle sisters, but something has changed in the in the stars, it sounds like.
1: We're sisters in a lot of ways, but not with my cycling. Um, okay. And use the promo code, how long ago, 20 at checkout for an electric bike that's electric without any. E. The The first time I went there, I, I resisted the anchovy plate because, you know, you had one, you had them all, you know, and I'm not even a big anchovy stand to begin with. Yeah. It's whatever, but uh, my dinner compatriot, Jason, another guy named Jason, shout out to Jason. <laughs> he he was pushing <laughs> it guy and named I got Jason. it, you know. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> another guy named Jason. I, was, I wasn't necessarily kicking and screaming, but I was not excited about it, but I, I loved it. It was so, it was odd. I don't know how or why I enjoyed it so much. That and the the celery salad is just it was just a wonderful salad it's it's it, i think it's really cool when a restaurant you know their hero item or like maybe their most interesting or stunning or most lauded respected dish is is a sal- a celery salad that's that's the type of shit i'd be on i
2: would um agree that that is impressive and it's also impressive
1: it's a negative deficit calorie ingredient as well
2: how was the clientele looking besides jason squared was it was it full (laughs) of hotties as usual
1: yeah there's always hotties there there's always it's a good mix because it's like hotties and then the regulars that think that they can hang out the hotties and they're and they're right that know that they can hang yes. out there hey like hey i'm cool yeah i'm cool i ain't no perfect 10 model but i'm i'm good enough <laughs> look to, i'm not i'm to not drink a, a, a dry riesling in these around these people <laughs> i don't know anybody that's associated with odd future but i do have a
2: g-wagon um and i do work in hollywood so you guys pay attention I've, to uh,
1: me i've heard of hestia cigarettes i don't have them <laughs> but um i've never but my my dining partner was telling me a great story um, involved, we you know we were we were chatting and stuff. We had both gone to Equinox that day. You know, we were talking about it's a, it's a classic convo, like oh don't the Hollywood one is TikTokers, the West Hollywood one is just blah blah blah, and the, this one is all meme. You know, everyone is judging the locations, and I was you know saying like you know Glendale is the one I go to, blah blah blah, and he was saying like he he ran into. An issue there he was working out really early in the morning. he's just like you, like the kind of guy who'll show up you know right when equinox opens, type shit you know five thirty six a m <laughs> and he he said he was there it was early you know five thirty six there's a and there's another woman who is is a woman who enters the gym you know she might be a little uh dressed scandalously, you know everyone's got a gym fit on, but she might be a little more hoed up than than the average sure. gym goer the the gym the gym shark is cut low in the
2: front and the back I, I know exactly what you're talking about Got
1: those you know those one shorts where it's like scientifically designed by probably a man to like accentuate the ass cheeks from like the inside out you know yes, what i mean i forgot yeah, i don't course. know if there's a name of this style or a brand but it's really just like hey who needs a prostate exam when you're wearing these guys you can see the whole motherfucker but you know, probably that, and then, you know, that meme of the guys at the urinal, and, and there's 20 empty stalls, and the, the person walks and pe- starts peeing right next to him. Same kind of vibe, but uh, this woman gets on the treadmill next to him, and she's running, and okay. he's like, mm, okay, and then nobody else is in the gym, you know, like okay. 50 other open treadmills, I, and I he's like, kind of like, I, I oh, like porn? this porn so far, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, cue, cue, um Q penis <laughs> coming out now, and... She- <laughs> you know just, it's cool I ain't mad sure but it's a little weird it's like when you sit next to a, a hot person on the plane and you don't want them too close yes of course you know what I mean no I, I, know, exa- <laughs> I know exactly what you mean <laughs> so he gets up you know maybe goes over to uh, another uh, a machine maybe he's doing an assisted bicep curl or whatever it is he's 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 pumping it in okay and then uh, said said gym person leaves the treadmill no 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 kind of saunders over to the to the 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 weight area and then she can you guess which machine she hops on i'm going to say the one right next to him well no what type of machine not the location oh the the we got to make this quick i don't want our guests to come on the coochie spreader that's a very good guess Chris. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the inner the inner
2: thigh the inner thigh yes. machine
1: you strap in you close and open the thighs the the uh, the coochie spreader yes <laughs> yeah one of, razor ramones razor ramones finishing move. okay okay um <laughs> okay so she's on the coochie cutter and then he's doing he's right next to her <laughs> he's on, she's on the coochie cutter he's he's doing the curls and then you know same kind of vibe like there we're the only two people in here and he's just like looking around like is this uh, is this real is this a dream Where is you know is ashton kutcher gonna come out am i being punked am i being pranked is this you know what's going on of course of course and he said she starts to she proceeds to put her hand down her pants and starts what? masturbating or at least simulating <laughs> masturbating while she's <laughs> no, on, on the No way
2: spread. no way yeah no way. and at
1: this point he's like what in the flying like he's like <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, I guess in, in that situation, it sort of like transcends anything sexual if you have, u- unless you're like a full like horned up idiot and where and you're just like you know over overwhelmed by the situation and you just pull your dick out and start jacking off as well or whatever. But he, so he's in disbelief, he's in shock, and he's like, I don't, I don't know what the hell is going on. This is weird, and he decides to go and and he he talks to a guy at the gym, like an employee, like. I don't, this is maybe weird but like have you ever he explained the situation he's like I'm, i don't care i'm not narking on her yeah 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 i don't you know i'm not trying to get anyone in trouble but just like did that just really fucking happen kind of thing and he's like oh yeah only fans happens all the time we don't really know what to do about it <laughs> but people go in oh, at shit. odd hours early <laughs> morning late night when it's empty and they film themselves in pornographic Dude. scenes on the gym equipment and and that's like a a subgenre of yeah sure I guess you know adult content I mean I don't need to tell you about this Chris that is but.
2: amazing that is truly amazing and thank you to Equinox for allowing um, the sexual revolution to happen like <laughs> right underneath their noses um, <laughs> that is that's that makes me love Equinox even more and that is a great fucking story yeah that but, really and, is a but great story I'm, that's unbelievable and
1: I'm starting to I was at this point I'm kind of starting to feel a little left out because he's telling me that story and I was like. Nothing has even come close to happening. <laughs> like you know, in my that's because. That's but, because but also, you go at I was 10 like, "Bro, I know, I know." But I'm like, I've I've been, you know, I've been in the in the sauna before, you know, a dozen times where somebody, you know, nobody's ever done anything that graphic, but you know, there's been some implied sure advances, you know, very subtle kind of thing, and he's like, "Oh, well, like at the West Hollywood one, like, you know, I've had you know dozens of guys just straight up be like." do you want to fuck yes or no. Kind of <laughs> All right. We have a guest today. anyway. We have a guest today.
2: <laughs> we have a guest today uh, photographer um, Jim Goldberg is joining us. He has a new book called coming and going uh, that is uh, from Mac uh, one of our favorite publishers, um, but uh, Jim Jim is coming to us live from. Oh, he okay. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Hold on, Jason. I'm making you the host. Well, finish finish the intro. Well, the intro is done because I'm going to say something to Jim now.
1: Well, you have to say let's let's give him a jingle. Duh.
2: Oh, okay. All right. Let, let's or something along uh, like, along the lines of that. Let's let's give let's give Jim a call. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options? Feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home chef. Is not just another fish in the meal kit see they're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon
1: home chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions Speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes. Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, wordy options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 Per month on groceries. Mum mia
2: For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners, our listeners, eighteen free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechefcom Chef.com slash how long for eighteen free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert
1: how long all one word find out why over 4500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrifol for healthier hair neutrophil.com spelled n-u-t-r-a-f-o-l i got raf on the nut <laughs> dot com promo code how long that's neutrophil.com <laughs> promo code how long sorry you had to see how that sausage was made jim
3: yeah, I kind of turns me off to the whole thing now. What do I do? <laughs>
2: okay, so a, a full <laughs> disclosure for the audience. I actually spoke to Jim yesterday for a story that's going to come out in Interview Magazine, and he was asking me, like, you know, should I wear anything special? And I was like, oh, I mean, whatever makes you feel best. And he said, maybe I'll wear a suit. Damn. And I was like, yeah, if that makes you feel good, then you should. And Jim just showed up on camera with the suit and tie on. And I'm, I got to say, I'm very impressed.
3: Thank you. That's that's my job. <laughs> Although I have to say that I it's a it's I'm in California and it's maybe eighty degrees. Outside, and I'm dying. So, you know, halfway through this, I'll probably strip off a little bit.
2: I told him, Jason, that we do a shirts off option as well. You know, if you, whatever makes you more comfortable, we're able to do here.
1: Get you out of that suit, Jimbo. Come on.
3: It has to be a collaborative effort. Yes, we love collaboration. <laughs>
1: yeah, we love collaboration. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> even though this is an audio only podcast, <laughs> I think our listeners will be able to tell by the sound of your voice that you're wearing a, a commanding suit right mm-hmm. your voice probably I mean I wear a suit on stage when we do our live shows it's like part of my uniform and it it does help the confidence
3: well I would say that this is the opposite of what I would wear normally and uh, <laughs> my confidence is at the same level it always is which is completely vulnerable <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so,
3: okay <laughs> um but i but i should say that there is something about the idea of introducing the fact that i who am not a suit wearer at all
0: mm-hmm.
3: um and a matter of fact my assistant is here she said what the fuck are you, you know like, <laughs> are you, are you good bring
1: a suit take it off <laughs> you doing letterman tonight jimmy what's going on yeah, yeah exactly on? <laughs> exactly
3: so uh i do like the idea of of listeners imagining um, what something looks like, which is what photography is about half the time. Good point. Oof. So that connection between what you see and what you can't see.
1: Wow. Damn. Jim, I mean, within the first two minutes. little life lesson. <laughs> there. I think we're <laughs> yeah, done. You're like, all right, we're right? good. We're good. You killed <laughs> it. I mean, thanks, Chris, thanks. Chris, dare we talk about our, our intro story with through his lens of uh, of image making? You know, I feel like he just dropped a lot of interesting kind of... Jim, we heard a crazy story from a friend last night.
2: That involves um the gym and are you are you familiar with only fans the platform no okay
3: does this make me look a little bad that i don't
1: know well it makes you look like a liar but <laughs> <laughs> no i i have no idea i have no idea what it jim is. jim it's basically um user user generated um adult content you know not always adult but like People can subscribe to a person's page. You know, like it's like a private Instagram that you have to pay money for. Mm. Oftentimes, it's adult, but people are people content. make like a lot of money. Like this is like
2: something where people are making like millions of dollars a month from. Yeah, from I, c- this. I could,
1: I could, you know, Chris could take photos of his feet and throw them up there, and he's making fifty k a month. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So it's is a, this
3: something that we could work out today? I mean, I, I'll, I'll <laughs> gladly have you exploit me if, in some ways if it's you're, you're 50, like, a month. fifty thousand. Fifty
2: thousand a month? Let's go, <laughs> <talk, take>, guys. <laughs> I'll,
3: I'll take ten. Honestly, not thirteen would be better. I'll do. F- <laughs> I'll take. 30.
1: Yeah, I, I just imagine as soon as we hang up this call, you're gonna call Chris back and be like, "All right, can now walk me through setting up this profile." It says I need a, a name, and uh, exactly. Um, exactly. so so basically, uh, I had a meeting with a friend last night, uh, and we're talking about going to the gym, and he said he goes to the gym very early in the morning. It's almost dead, nobody there, and there was a a woman, an attractive woman who was working out, you know, a couple machines away from him, who was. Uh, masturbating or simulating masturbating while she's working out on these machines and he asked an employee like what the hell is going on here and he was like oh that's, this happens all the time these, these people will come in set up their iPhone on the little thigh opening and closing <laughs> machine or whatever the sexiest horniest uh, exercises you could do and they'll film themselves <laughs> in a public gym you know maybe pull a titty out whatever it may be and then there's thousands or millions of people who love this type of public gym sex content going on yeah yeah
3: no that applies to my work perfectly <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks for making that connection
1: jason <laughs> but really I, I guess all this is to say with with between OnlyFans and a and a iphone 15 titanium with a more megapixels than a than a canon 5d where is your job, you know? is the photographer even needed anymore? You know what I mean?
3: Well, that's a that's actually a big que- a serious question, a big question. yeah, and I don't know if I'm prepared to answer it completely, but I would hope so.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean
3: the the work I do is you know usually takes a long time and it's really, really layered, you know, sometimes deep. and you know you don't know if you really reach anybody, but the reason why I keep going is to make work. Yeah. So I I don't think I could keep going all the time if what I was doing was capturing those kind of moments in the gym <laughs> or <laughs> any place else. <laughs> sure, and I don't sure. mean it just in the in you know about about sexual imagery. It can be anything. Yeah, yeah, it could yeah. be people walking down the street
0: or yeah.
3: people, uh-huh. you know, with shopping carts who are homeless. I mean there's a lot of ways to sort of think about how to image the world. So that w- that particular way would be limited for me, but I could see how someone could, could make something out of that that started changing the way, mm-hmm. you know, putting images together in certain situations that sort of give us another uh, entree into how, how photography works. Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't think it's the end. I hope it's not the end. I, I hope it. it's not the
2: end. I hope it's not the end. I hope it's not the end either. But you mentioned you mentioned kind of your subjects. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of um there's always been a lot of discussion around kind of taking pictures of kind of underprivileged, whatever that may mean. You know what I mean? And like yeah. is this <clears throat> is this okay? Is it not okay? Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't, is usually the the kind of end game that I hear. Um but what do you think differentiates? Do you think it's just like the way the picture feels when it's done that, that differentiates that from f- for the viewer, or, or do you think it's more than that?
3: I mean, I think that, that going into other places, other peoples, other cultures, subcultures, has been a big, important part of, of my work. Rich and poor was about going into wealthy cultures and yeah. poor cultures. Uh, Raised by Wolves was about going into street culture, homeless culture, youth culture. Uh, Open seas is about going into refugees, immigrants, and trafficked people in Europe. I mean, I I, I'm, I could keep going. Daryl and Patricia is about <laughs> um, a couple who transitioned. They were husband and wife, and they transitioned to the other sex. And so now they're still husband and wife, but they switched, and they, I tell that story.
1: And now it, they're wife and husband?
3: Right. Pat Patricia was Pat and daryl was darlene
1: naturally you know i try to make my
3: work as collaborative as, as possible especially if i have if i'm having people if i'm using language and text and having people write on photographs or write in an area so there's a there has to be enough level of empathy that they feel from me and then also there's this trust so that's where you know i feel like i you know i it's not like i can go in and be a photojournalist and go in a day and get those kind of, yeah. you know, mind those kind of feelings or <laughs> relationships. So that's why I do it in the long term. Also, yeah, the second part of it, if if this makes sense, is that I don't want to sound like I'm dropping names, but Claude Levi <laughs> Strauss, you know, the philosopher. Yes, yes. He and I might have talked about this with you yesterday.
2: Yeah, you mentioned him yesterday. Yes, yes. Because it's
3: really resonating with me now that idea of how. I can find the quote, but I'll paraphrase it, is that, you know, it's really easy for the sociologist, the anthropologist, whoever, the photographers, to go into other cultures and to find that interesting and be open mm-hmm. to looking at it. But in our own cultures, in our own worlds, we tend to think it's not as important or we tend to dismiss it. And I felt like in this book, it was just as important for me to look at my own life. Mm-hmm. My own culture in the same discerning, critical ways of working as I did with the work that we were just talking about. So, not that it leaves me of any of of those issues and discussions about how you if if and how if one exploits people by going into another culture with people less powerful than them. Or it, I don't think it dismisses that question, but I think it adds to the conversation that it's important that we use the same rigor in applying looking in the mirror to ourselves as mm-hmm. we do out into the world
2: yeah no i mean i think that that
1: makes a lot of sense would, would that make you a, a a content creator instead of a photographer then content creator
3: like, but, but when you when you mean like when you mean that what, like, tell me i i'm my i don't want to say yes before i understand completely wait <laughs> mean, now you have to take your shirt off <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll just I'll take these buttons off one at a time as I describe this. Um, <laughs> He's gonna give it to you slow as he explains content I was, creation. I was talking with uh, with a friend last night about a similar thing, but with uh, with our families, where you always find everyone else's family, your in laws, friends, parents more cool and fun and interesting than your own family which you find yeah. boring and whatever. Yes. Um so same kind of vibe of, with what you're saying where you know this you you enter some crate you know go to a a monster truck rally in Fresno and suddenly you're taking the coolest most interesting photos and and your own life is is boring to you but everyone in you know the young kind of Gen Z generation they just take photos and talk about their own life. And they're taking selfies and videos and recording themselves only instead of really yeah. other things. So are, maybe you're being influenced by Gen Z and and documenting yourself more so? Uh,
3: no, I am I mean, it's not as if I'm comfortable documenting my, my own life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think <laughs> that maybe another way to, to twist it a little bit in a more serious way, perhaps, I don't know, is that um, if I go someplace else and things are just different and weird to me, I'm looking at every moment in a different way mm. than if I'm in my own life where it's just the banal, it's just the everyday.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: it's really hard to see the magic in that sometimes. It's easy to see when you go outside of yourself. yeah, so if there's a way that we can train our st- train ourselves, and many people are doing that, and certainly, if one looks at photography and let's say Gen Z, you know whoever, millennials, and how how many selfies people take of themselves, I think that's a reflection of how to start doing that. Mm. To you know that act of of not just putting it out on the world for as content for people to like or not like but also as a way to actually really explore what it means to be doing that,
0: mm-hmm.
3: right? Why do we do that? Why do we need to do that? Why do I need to see those
2: pictures? <laughs> I, mean, I ask myself I mean, that really? every time I open the Instagram app every day, Jim. Well, you don't you don't need to see them is the <laughs> the answer is you don't. Yeah, the answer is you well, don't Well
3: no, you don't, but we do, and it's part of our language, visual language now.
1: No, it absolutely yeah. is. I don't I don't need to smoke cigarettes, but I do, you know? Okay, <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, don't
3: get sure. me now. <laughs> 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 I, I mean, it's like when I'm done here. That's all I want to do. I'm sure, <laughs> but I
1: won't. Okay. Um. B- before we get to the smoking, what what do you what do you have in your Nalgene water bottle? It looks darker than clear water, if I can say.
3: The essence of life. It's um a smoothie that I make every day. It's really boring.
1: No, it's not. We're a smoothie-forward podcast, so it's perfect for us, actually. Jim, it's probably a very banal smoothie to you, (laughs) but to somebody like me or or Chris, we're on the edge of our seats. Because
3: the added ingredient today was papaya, fresh.
1: Okay, well, I need the entire recipe, if you don't mind. Tip to tail. Is this allowed? Oh
2: yeah, yeah. This is we talk about stuff like this. This is this is our the meat and yeah. potatoes of the show. <laughs>
3: uh, smoothie every day start with water base. Sometimes if I mess around, I put a little juice in there. <laughs> I won't tell. And then you know <laughs> kale and chard and um, a spoonful of almond butter. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then usually the fruit, which is always a bit in. I hope because I feel like that tastes. taste the best Mm -hmm. added um papaya that was not looking so good so i'm not really sure about the quality and then the frozen fruit is made it's all costco organic frozen frozen and then Mm
0: -hmm.
3: a spoonful or less of organ protein powder and then a small spoonful of
1: turmeric it's advanced Jason? This, this smoothie is anything but banal. I mean, but it's
3: every fucking day. It's every fucking day.
1: It's I know. Like, well, Yeah, you know,
3: it's like really.
1: Does the shard make it too bitter or is it round it out by everything else? Does the what? The uh the 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 shard Oh the chard. The chard. The chard. <laughs> uh, well you
3: take you take off the stem you take off the stem, so it's just the leaves. So
2: it's less bitter that way.
1: Leaves are still pretty fucking bitter, but that does do a big okay, so yeah. it's a well balanced smoothie. Well you could slightly
3: you could lightly <laughs> saute them if you want. Which would take out that bitterness. You right? lemon juice. Jason, I don't uh-huh. I
2: don't know if you know this about Jim and I, I only learned this yesterday, but he's a working farmer. So he's, these are, he's harvesting a lot of this. Well,
3: uh, don't wait. That's an exaggeration. That's how these articles are so fucking wrong all the time. Inaccurate. <laughs> You're right. We're, I'm not this... a working farmer. I work on my farm. Oh, now we're getting into <laughs> it. Now we're splitting no, hairs. What I now said, we're splitting what hairs. What I said to you is I work on my farm farm that doesn't
1: work. i work on my farm that doesn't work i like that that's good because he i was like you got a
2: tractor he's like nah riding and mower and i was like okay that does feel different
3: this is one of those cucumbers that i did grow i mean it's pretty good yeah no that's
2: serious
1: for our listeners at home jim is <laughs> holding up a uh, a smiley face shaped cucumber it looks quite girthy and healthy doesn't it yes okay do you, um so how how good does it feel to to water have a hose in one hand Watering your crops, your grass, your lawn, whatever it is, a nice cigarette in the other hand, and taking selfie- selfies. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure with a GoPro on, filming yourself the entire time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just I love a hose and a smoke. You I know would what I, mean?
3: I wouldn't have a cig- I wouldn't have a cigarette then. Oh, okay. If I have a cigarette, it's one day one at the end of the day, with Alessandra, my partner, mm-hmm. with uh, some kind of imbibing material okay
0: sure sure
1: sure
3: but it could be it could be you know wine or it could be
1: could be a martini uh that's too much work that's
3: <laughs> says the guy who it grows his okay. own produce he's like the martini that's where i draw the line <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: that's uh, it's
3: the end of the day i mean it's like you know seven o'clock
2: or you're exhausted you know. in that. okay no i get it i get it that's like,
3: exhausted but oh, no just once I start there, then I know that I'm going to fall asleep at some
2: point. Mm, yes, no, of course. <laughs> Although
3: last night I didn't, last night I didn't sleep. Well. I was maybe a little nervous about this, so uh. I was up. I was up till pretty late. But what, I,
2: do you, what do you now? When you stay up late like that, are you reading? Are you watching TV? What do you try to do to get yourself back to sleep?
3: I think reading. Reading, I do read a lot, a lot online, but I. Yeah. I am dyslexic, you know, so it's it's hard for me to read. It's never been an easy thing and maybe that's why. Yeah. I'm I'm more of a visual person although I do u- I do use text. Um I had a rotator cuff operation and somehow we figured to bring the TV up to our bedroom. And ever since that, there is a big screen in front of which is dying, by the way. Um, so this, this, the OnlyFans is going to really help to replace it. Um,
0: <laughs> sure, sure, sure.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> dig
1: deep, brothers. Dig deep.
3: I'm digging. i dig- I don't have to dig that deep. I'm sorry. um <laughs>
1: He needs the seventy-five incher.
3: Oh, no, 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 fifty, fifty. So 50 you move. Five.
2: So you move the TV up after an injury. So we moved now- the TV up
3: there. So now now and 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 alessandra loves to go to sleep listening to some you know you know what jim i've I've joined i I suffer
2: in my life as well with that and i don't like it at all (laughs) i much prefer to read only take turn the light off put my book down and fall into a nice slumber but i'm trying to fall asleep and you know Alex has the real housewives of new york city blaring in the background you know and it's a it's a battle that i've lost now and i've that's I'm,
1: a daytime viewing you there i think there's certain shows and movies that can be played for ambient sleepy time they can't really have too much action, no yeah. strobe effects, no loud, pumping, fast music.
3: For, foreign languages is a little hard for me.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure.
1: Foreign languages is a little t- It's tough to read the subtitles with your eyes closed. It, 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 it
3: is. It is. You know. So then I'm tempted to lean up because it is a good, you know, mm-hmm. I'm all, uh, a Malgolvar movie, but I can't see it. So I want to see no, it. Of course.
2: It. This is the, the problem yeah, so we all do. Just with.
1: put Frasier on. Yeah. Frasier goes on, toss salad and scrambled eggs. Eighteen minutes later, you're sawing longs, hmm. baby.
3: That's that's your key. It's one of them. And is that your smoothie?
1: That this this is just coffee. This is just coffee. I used to drink a smoothie every single day, just like you. And now it's probably three times a three times a week or something like oh. that. But I used yeah, to. Yeah, well, or you'll catch up. I would, it'd be a hot cup of black coffee and a cold smoothie. You know, banana, blueberry, very similar to what you make. A little little almond milk, a little almond butter. You know, mix it up with some kale, shit like that, a little protein powder. But I just don't... I, I drink it more in the summertime. Okay. In the wintertime, it's broth. Okay. You a broth man? Uh, broth is good, but
3: not. I, I'm more making the full-on soup thing.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. I used to, I used to be a cook. Not a chef, but a cook. Yeah, that's where I thought, <laughs>
3: well... I don't want to say that because it would be a lie, but it would sound better. Sure, yeah, sure,
2: uh, yes, yes, sure, sure. Uh, is this but
3: I worked. I worked in re- restaurants
2: in San Francisco.
3: No, this is before Clifton, New Jersey, New Haven, Connecticut. What
2: was your What was your station? What was your specialty? Or were you a general hand? I
3: started as a line cook, and then okay. I became, and then I became, and then I worked my way up. So I, I could play around with dishes, but only to a certain degree.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: My last gig. My last gig was at a vegetarian deli in New Haven, Connecticut, and the owner of it was Michael Bolton, <laughs> who I went to school with.
2: How Long Gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason.
1: BetterHelp, you know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent, so... For maybe the first half of our suite sessions, we're spent off obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, (laughs) car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And uh, (laughs) sure, sure. Yeah. So uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping, you guys are chit-chatting, you guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from.
2: I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp H E L P
1: slash how long. Nice. Korea World is a new cookbook written by Dookie Hong and friend of the show, Matt Rodbard, the New York Times best selling authors of the book, Korea Town. Korea World is a vibrant exploration of the evolution
2: of Korean cuisine, both in Korea and in Korea towns across the United States with more than 75 bold, flavor-packed recipes and stunning photography.
1: The authors take an inside look at the exciting evolution of Korean food through stories of chefs, home cooks, as well as recipes that are shaping modern Korean cuisine. The book begins in Seoul, where the barbecue scene is pushing into new territory and where the city's third wave coffee culture is exploding. The tour continues with late-night food adventures in Los Angeles, my hometown, and stops into the kitchens of innovative chefs from New York City to Portland, who are putting modern spins on... Korean classics.
2: Recipes include giant short ribs, whole fried smash rockfish, and pineapple kimchi fried
1: rice. I'm sad I didn't get to name the foods, and you did. (laughs) Korea World is essential reading for anyone curious about the future of food. Available wherever books are sold.
2: Is Michael Bolton a known vegetarian?
1: Can someone
3: look it up on Wiki right now? I mean, I, I... I'm sure he is, I'm sure he I is. I guess we
1: got we got 3 Bolton fans here and none of us know it so the answer is no, it's not very well known. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, Bolton. we got three Bolton heads on the mic right now.
2: His birth name was Bolotin. Really,
1: Bolotin? Yeah, he uh, in an interview in the Guardian, he said, "I've been vegetarian for over fifty years." Oh wow! Okay, right. So
3: I was there at that
1: apex, that nexus of time. <laughs> sure. <room laughs> sure.
3: What was when it? <laughs> he discovered his true? Yeah,
2: you were there, and I
3: was, and I was making sandwiches.
2: <laughs> okay, so the sandwiches. What? But I could make up my own sandwiches. So uh, you know. did you? What is? Do you remember what the most popular sandwich was? Oh, and it was a.
3: It was a vegetarian kosher
1: deli. Yeah, he's Jewish.
3: Yeah, you can tell <laughs> his hair. by his hair. I mean, everybody with long hair like that is
2: Jewish. You're right. Are you Jewish? <laughs> you must be Jewish, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm a man of. I'm a man of the faith. That's that's right.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I pulled up a GQ interview with him from four years ago. It's a great headline the real life diet of michael bolton the jacked elder statesman of balladeering great headline well put it, now what was the do you remember what the most popular sandwich was during your
2: reign of terror here
3: <laughs> oh i thought you were to about the most popular song of his and i was like i
2: don't think i could go there <laughs> You know? No, I don't. I mean, I would note if I heard it. Maybe it's something like
1: with crying. Or I would you know. I would
2: note if I heard it, but I don't know if I could pick his songs out of like a lineup. Well, his you know his I mean?
1: cover of When a Man Loves a Woman is, I think, his biggest song. Oh, well, that's that's a cheat because you can hear it now, can't you?
3: That is that is a bit of that is a bit of a cheat. I mean, he had a nice voice, but, but
2: you've never uh, taken a photo of it. You've <laughs> never <laughs> taken a f- not enough photograph to, of him, have you?
3: No, and I did a book in New Haven.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I asked. I went
3: back to New Haven as a. Like, part of a residency at yale and i did a book called candy yeah someone had promised me someone higher up had promised me that he would get michael bolton if i finished the book get michael bolton to sing candy by iggy pop whoa. at the opening whoa but nothing happened <laughs>
2: I, I
1: also learned that he, before being a, a crooner balladeer, he was uh, a singer in in heavy metal bands and hard rock bands. Yes, a band called Blackjack. Great, great band name. That's a classic '80s. You know, I think brilliant.
3: I had moved away from from New Haven by then, which was, thank God.
2: Yeah, I mean this the the book, the new book coming and going. How long did this take? Well, your whole life, your whole no, life no, but, you know no, no. But I, mean? I
3: started <laughs> it in 1999 and I finished it in 2023 and. I I didn't intend it to be so long. I mean, so long to take so long and to be so long of a book, (laughs) but, um, you know, life, that's the way life is. Sometimes it gets in the way. I, I was a single dad for a while. You know, I joined the Magnum. I had shows. I traveled a lot and did other books. I, Mm. my mother died, you know, I mean, all these things that sort of keep you away. um, and away from it and and also it needed time to gestate you know to really become something yeah and i i think intuitively i you know i could i could sense what the form would be but it needed to find its language completely you know and i think by the end i think hopefully it did
2: with something like this i guess is it hard to know kind of when it's done (laughs) Like, do you, did you, you know what I mean? Was it more of a process or were you looking at it one day? You're like, that's it. We're good. This is it. I'm finished. It's never done. That's yeah. That's the question, right? Okay. Well,
3: so the, I'll answer the last part first. Sure. And that is on the back of the book, it's written backwards, still going. Mm -hmm. So now any, any negatives or any, any images I make now that are from my personal files go into the still going file. Where everything for the past years and years and years has been going into coming and going. Oh which is enormous and problematic, especially around Lightroom and you know, <laughs> things like that.
0: <laughs> okay um,
3: But we won't go there. Okay, so so there. does that
1: mean you so you finish this book? Without an ending, but instead setting it up for a sequel.
3: No, it, it is that part's ended. Yeah. my life is okay. not ended as far, <laughs> which is why I'm wearing a suit. Actually, maybe it is. This maybe is your last. This I'll is your last, right last this. I'll smoke a cigarette. I'll die. I'll die, and I'm already in my suit. They don't have to do anything. <laughs> that's,
2: yeah, that's a nice. That's a freebie. That's going right? to save somebody money on a funeral. Um, so you're saying that still going is the new folder, and the the pro like yes. It, and it's about you again and this is net like it's the process continues in a way
3: well I don't know if it's about well it is about me again uh, metaphorically that I'm yeah, continuing yeah. to take pictures I hope you know or I, I'm continuing to make work but no it's not like oh despite the fact that I'm falling apart that I'm still going and getting out of bed every day no you seem uh, you seem pretty I mean, maybe you seem yes. pretty
2: good to me what do you mean falling apart just the rotator cuff or we got other problems
3: uh, uh you know Arthritis, my toes, <laughs> my knees bothering me. I have to go to physical therapy. You know, Are you exercise. taking
2: care of yourself now in a different way? Tai Chi.
3: I go to the gym. I work outside, and lately, and I'm, mm. I'm going to sound like a lot of
1: people. You know, I go to Pilates. <laughs> That's good. I I love I, I love Pilates.
3: I did not. I'm see a that. little embarrassed. I'm the only guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: Jason and I both have done Pilates like you know several times over the years um and it, it's it, it's great for you and it feels good and it's usually i don't know i don't know if it's the same where you are but in new york and la it's a very attractive crowd which kind of keeps me coming back
3: I, I, I mean i don't know if we should go there <laughs> because i have my own thoughts on those things which i we can go there you don't have to my my only you don't have to. okay you you should go there more i want to hear more but uh (laughs) my 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 crowd my crowd is people a little older
2: okay sure a little
3: older and and i am the only guy Okay. I mean, I look. I look fine. I look. Yeah,
2: fine. you look good. <laughs> so
3: they're all. I'm sure they're all looking at
1: me. you. Got you. Got a bunch of kind of Marin County sixes. Is that what you're saying?
3: Well, <laughs> technically speaking, it's not Marin County. It's Sonoma County.
1: Got it. Okay. So there's a
3: different feel about you know someone might come in with their riding boots.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, I see. And
3: then put on their Pilates And then put on their sticky socks. <laughs> Everyone's car is nicer than mine. Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
2: That's kind of true at mm-hmm. every Pilates class I go to in l a that's a that's a theme that I see running through the 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 act of Pilates i
3: think oh uh, yeah Pilates in l a is another completely different uh,
2: experience yeah it's it's transcendent if you I'm if sure. you do it right um but i wanna did you so you went on Amazon and just bought some socks the sticky socks
3: no when i when I took my first class there they gave me a half off special <laughs> Okay, great. I didn't know if it was a good deal or not, but you know.
2: <laughs> I mean, the socks can be, I, I feel like it's something that is absolutely, the first couple times I went, I was like, I don't need the fucking socks, leave me alone. And then I was like, wow, the socks are absolutely instrumental to performing this workout the correct way.
1: Yeah, otherwise you'll die. I'm right with you.
2: Yeah.
3: I mean, at the at the end of each class, there's like an extra five minutes where the owner kind of shows the new fall fashions for Pilates. So, kind of all the gals are sort of cigarette. Oh, I like that one. I like. Oh, I like these fall colors. Uh, those look really comfortable. You know, the ones that I, I use when I travel on the plane is this and this and this and so there's this deep conversation which i know nothing to fuck about but it's so do you, you know and there's nothing for me to look at
1: you're a part of a community now you're part of it you finally I,
3: found your people i am i you am
2: found your, after all the searching you found your people is the yes. well? well is <laughs> not the, quite do you feel are, like do you ever get coffee like have you made
1: friends with some of these people like do you see them around town have any of them uh, pepper sprayed you in the parking lot
3: there's all, only there yeah. Now they
1: think you're a freak, I, right. I did
3: have a I had a minor crush on somebody and they <laughs> left. there I think they they moved up to level two, three.
2: Oh, I see. So they started going to a different class because they got a little better. Yeah, so
3: uh, that's the only thing that's the only thing It's keeping me going. Now. <laughs> your your crush leveling up
1: should have just that should motivate you to kind of level up and be on, be on their heels. Their 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 sticky sock yes, heels. So to speak. So to so to speak. Damn, you've inspired me. I need to go back there and I, I love Pilates because I just I leave a puddle of sweat on the floor sometimes. It's you know,
3: just... I think it might be good if you visited out here and we could go together and see if if maybe it would help me or you in any in any way. Certainly, a nice car.
1: Oh, <laughs> I would love to correct your form and vice versa. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm getting that's exciting. <laughs> okay, so
3: back to what we what what do we, what should we talk about?
2: what do you want i mean about? this is what we talk we're do- about this we're is kind of what right? we do we're this is our whole thing But you doing it because yeah. you, you said in preparation you did listen to a few episodes of how long gone right
3: i did i did
2: now did you how did you choose which ones to listen to just close your eyes and point or did you well
3: no i did that and then eve, <laughs> eve marie sent me some she said oh, okay I think you listen to these which were all more photo based mm-hmm. okay
2: okay i didn't know if you went off off book and kind of tried something weird
3: I did at the beginning. I did at the beginning.
2: Okay, great. And, and was and there then, anything, and then that's where I got nervous. <laughs> okay. Was well, there anything, do you listen to, to podcast you or you listen to music? What do you spend when you're working? What do you have on
3: when I'm working? I don't listen to podcasts. I listen to music. Yeah. You know, on Tuesday on, on Thursdays on, on Wednesdays and Thursdays, usually there's people working here. Mm-hmm. And my greatest joy is the blast moves, music in the studio much to the to of everybody that's here these
2: young people don't so like I can't do YouTube.
3: that anymore now I, I know and, and you know if you let them I mean anyways <laughs> their taste is very different than mine sure sure and my taste my taste is quite eclectic so depending on my mood I kind of find it whether it's going to go in the more depressive Mass Richter, you know mm. direction or Brian Emo mm. or am I going mm. to you know yesterday was easy, you know um and then i feel like oh yeah that's right i have to listen to lauren hill so i'm like jumping back and forth <laughs> but it used to but every time i put on music in the studio when they're here which is one of those days um i whatever i put on sounds awful <laughs> <laughs> that's my only point is that well that because you're not able to, to
1: <laughs> you're not able to enjoy music When you're worried if the other people in the room are enjoying it as much as you are, or at least that's how I feel. It's
3: true. It's true. You know, I mean, the reason why I'm putting on the music is to make work is to make is to work. Yeah, it feels like it relax. It's like a meditative force that relaxes me more in the moment. Sure. And I'm not thinking about whatever silences there are. I can just concentrate on the work
1: itself. Let the jazz do the talking for you.
3: Yeah, exactly. But the jazz may not be
1: right. There's a lot of wrong jazz out there. Most of it is wrong, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, but when it's good, it's good. oh well,
3: there's a lot of wrong music. I mean, there's a lot. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know there's a lot of bad
2: photo books there's a lot about art books artists yes you know.
1: yes there are 99 percent of artistic output is
2: bad
3: the only the only good field are lawyers
2: i agree i completely agree i, stand, <laughs> right? I mean I stand they're really
3: out to help us they're really stand with my, my
2: legal brothers and sisters <laughs> i do i do i didn't take an oath or anything i just like them you know i just i think it's uh-huh. you know what it is yeah. i feel a yeah. kinship to the legal community because i feel like if things would have gone a little differently in my life i could have maybe been a lawyer really yeah, I think so. It's the only career um besides being a musician, I guess, that I ever fantasized about. And I can't play an instrument and I didn't I dropped out of high school, so kind of everything was off the table for me. You
1: didn't so you didn't go to law school.
2: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't go to law school. Well,
3: it's not too late. Aren't you like in your late thirties or something?
2: We'll say that, yeah. Thank you. I do look thirty-five. I'm actually, I'm forty-one. Um, well, and it's not too, it's not too late. But you, I know you're you since you spent years, you know, molding young minds as an educator. <laughs> it's you never saw somebody of my big age rolling into class, did you? Or, or of course, was it really? Oh yeah. I guess with photography, it makes more sense, and
3: than- and not always. Sometimes they're depending on in what the class is. If it's in a university, it's a little bit weird, you know, unusual, but it happens and it's great when it happens, mm-hmm. especially in graduate school, when people come back, they're doctor, you know, people who really but in workshops, not that I teach them all the time, but in workshops, every once in a while you find somebody with whose voice is so original, visual voice is so original. So, yeah, it's not too late. At least in the arts, it's certainly not too late.
2: You're right. I would agree with the art. I mean, going I, back I,
3: to medical school, that would be a drag.
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> going to pick up now. So, I'm not going to be that. a dentist. <laughs> and doctors
3: are only out for themselves. It's so the lawyers are <laughs> that good people,
2: right? That, exactly. Thank you for if, understanding. Uh, that. If
1: you're teaching yeah. a workshop or a class and you do see this sort of diamond in the rough come in that has this completely original artistic voice, how do you. Personally, how do you exploit them and, and take advantage of their talents for your better betterment?
3: Well, maybe this is a job for OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm really attached to this idea. Of Not- monitorizing <laughs> this conversation. Um, no, I, I, you know, I, I mean, you do it in different ways through personal notes to them, or e- you stay in touch with them with emails. You send, you might send the link of their work to a curator. Mm-hmm. I mean there are practical ways but I mean for anyone listening I don't do this all the time I can't do this
2: all the time Yeah,
3: but it just might be because I developed a relationship with a person that allowed it to happen
2: I find like arts education fascinating to me because I feel like when you're at a certain level and you've been doing it for long enough you just can sense bullshit I feel like so <laughs> like I feel like you're so in tuned and you just know if you, I feel like you have an instant reaction is like something is good or something's bad and I think that being constructive with that kind of instant reaction is probably hard,
3: yes, it is and challenging, <laughs> uh, always part of what the larger conversation in a class, what's going on because some people's work it just isn't isn't there. It is it it did it does happen. It did happen every once in a while, and this is why it's good to teach too, is that I didn't understand the work or they didn't or they couldn't describe it well enough. <laughs> Mm. for me to enter into it and so then my assumptions or my reactions to it let's say were are negative can be changed that's the that's the idea is that you know with as a teacher you're growing with you're growing with them you know
1: yeah communication is key guys how much
2: does context play into i mean cuz to me i want something to hit me immediately when i look at it i i'm like if i look at that i like it Or I don't like it. That's kind of what my entire life is built on. And I don't give time for context if I make up my mind. And that's Mm -hmm. probably a mistake. That's probably a mistake.
3: No, and that's actually what I'm saying is that sometimes that happens. Yeah. But most of the time, I mean, really most of the time, (laughs) it's obvious where the work is at. It's obvious what they're trying to do. What may not be obvious is that something, let's say, happened to them in their childhood. That they're not really talking about now, and it doesn't have to be a negative. It could be a positive too, that they are trying to image, and they haven't quite found the visual language yet. So then it's easy to say this sucks, but maybe you can play with this some more and figure out some other strategies of bringing out what this story is that this that you're you're feeling or you're trying to tell. Yeah if that if that's clear you no, totally
1: i mean that's if you, you even have a story to tell you
3: know but i but i but i you know i stopped teaching you know after 30 35 years because i just i couldn't do it anymore you know my priorities were more on my work mm-hmm. um I, I i i love i enjoy working with students really do but i i also enjoy um
1: Working with yourself?
3: Yeah, working working with myself, taking the selfies. Yeah. Do
2: yeah exactly <laughs> taking taking selfies and publishing them in a book. Um, are you are I, I think that because of the way that you've, you know, embedded yourself in so many different kind of arenas over the years, has there been times where it felt truly dangerous or did you feel like you were at ease most of the time?
3: Well well I mean the the easy answer is certainly when I was doing Raves by Wolves or Open Sea I was in situations which could have turned yeah you know i mean you know a gun pulled on me and i get out of it Mm
0: -hmm. you
3: know bad things could have really happened easily yeah yeah Uh, or 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 just even in a car in a car with someone who should not be driving (laughs) you
1: know i mean that happens to me every week
3: and the same in open sea the same in open sea
2: you know being yeah yeah, i can imagine that
3: the the dnc you know in congo and and You know, where, where the war was a few, you know, some, not so many steps away, there is that kind of danger too. And not knowing if, you know, always there's situations, but that I've been able to navigate through photographing in one's own family is just as precarious at times because you have to respect the, you know, what those boundaries are. And sometimes you want to push boundaries (laughs) in your work and sometimes you can't. And so, you know, that's. It's how we measure danger, how we measure yeah, for sure. know, conflict, or how we measure.
1: Have you um, you know, have you ever been in a situation where you have to wear the the vest that says press? Yes. on it.
3: Not a vet, Not a vest.
1: I feel like once you put that on, then you know. I have
3: a feeling maybe I tried okay. one on once in a store. Okay. So I could make fun of it, but no. <laughs> <laughs> that's the selfie. Someone probably took a picture sure, of me in sure, it and me sure. making
1: a. You took a thing. selfie so you could make fun of it. Yeah, I was I was always fascinated when you see the the picture of the person wearing you know in in a, some crazy you know war torn battleground and they're wearing this vest that says press on it as if that makes you invincible to <laughs> yeah, gunfire like, or missile like, attack. You know what I mean? Well,
3: it does help a certain. <laughs> yeah. It does. It definitely. Yeah, helps. That's not going to save does. you. I mean, that's I'm not gonna uh, save again, you. I'm not a journalist, but for my friends. Who are? I mean, they're always going to wear that, those things because if it helps a little yeah. bit, you, yeah, you got
2: to yeah. wear.
3: It. I mean, maybe it doesn't look so cool, but you know,
2: it definitely does not look cool. But
3: but in you know, but if you're going and photographing the Democratic convention, you know, presidential convention. You have to say something that says press on it, mm-hmm. and, and so I always put it in the most obscure places so that I
2: yeah I'm good I'm good <laughs> I
3: can Thank like, you. show it off and like, yeah I, yeah I'm okay. You're one
1: of those you cool know. guys. It's on the inside of your shirt coat. I'm good
3: yeah, but I don't want to I don't want them to see my name right in front. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm
3: not I don't want I I want to approach people not thinking of me as that. You know? I think
2: about this a lot, and I, I think that like a big part of being successful, and by being successful, I mean like doing what you want getting the images that you want i think there's a part of that we all sort of want to be photographed deep down no matter what our situation is because it's it's like this proof that someone is interested in us and that feels good you know does that does that make sense
3: yeah and in a way that we exist i mean it does yes but at the same time it's not just being photographed it's being noticed Mm -hmm. i mean i think that's what a artist or a photographer does is that mm-hmm. it notices the things out in the world and then it points it to the audience to see to look at and i think that that validation that comes from being photographed does help people feel as if they are being seen mm-hmm. on some small or larger level depending on on you know how you use it
1: have you ever taken a courtesy photograph of somebody where you just looked like they needed to be asked, Hey, can I take a photo of you really quick? Maybe you didn't even have any film in the camera. Maybe you didn't well, there's all uh, open kinds the shutter, of, but you there's just all felt kinds of like-
3: strategies of how to approach a situation, especially, mm-hmm. you know, with strangers or someone, you know, you just don't know yet. Or or even, you know, you, you sometimes you set the camera up and you just have them stand in front of it and you kind of let them fall into themselves and 10 minutes later maybe they're there and you can step in and take the picture Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
3: but a lot of times it's a it's this dance that you do with the subject of trying to get them to the point where they can forget assuming this is what you want forget that they're posing yeah
1: yeah to me that's that dance is what really separates you know a a photographer from a photographer you know capital p photographer that that personal connection the manipulation the putting somebody at, at ease i think that's more than half that's the job right, i mean that's we t- we said this yesterday that's the job like mm-hmm. i think that in
2: today's world people are obsessed with like gear and talking about gear and what did you use and you know it's like bro that ain't really what this job is about like that stuff that's merely the tool mm-hmm. is, is what i would say
3: but uh, but i i i would also say that that for me and the way that i approach seeing things is um I mean, my family complains about me all the time. When I'm driving, I'm like looking in every single direction.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Or, you know, if I'm at the gym in the same thing, you know, I mean, I'm always looking around to mm-hmm. see what I, what I want to see, what I'm attracted to, whatever. And I think that the way that I see with my photography is I see all those things at once also and try to bring them together, mm. which either in the moment or perhaps even more. Uh, more representational of that are the collages that I make,
0: mm-hmm.
3: which kind of is multi, multi times, yeah, multi levels, mm-hmm. and gives you, and gives you all, all of what happened in that period of time in a condensed, double page spread, let's say, or, or piece, yeah. That condensing of ideas and the way that I kind of try to, there's like a hybridization, I think, of 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 ideas or the way that I work or even the cameras that I use that come together and it kind of distills it to another place. And so when I make a book, let's say like this, I'm trying to bring the viewer in visually, but also thinking about the pages in between when they turn the page and where they can go to in their mind, Mm. the synapses go. And then also thinking about what I don't have to show so that they can imagine where it's going to. Mm. Um, and there was one other point that I was missing. Now, mm. maybe you both know. What was I going to say?
2: Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> raise your hand, <laughs> Chris. You're first.
1: Uh, okay, <laughs> we're going in student Do mode you, now. Have you ever felt <laughs> like? Uh, have you ever felt, or has anyone ever told you that you're you might overthink a, a layout of a book, or have you ever felt like I I'm, I might be over? intellectualizing it or something like that? Are you trying
3: to tell me that?
1: No. I mean, I haven't seen the <laughs> I book. I mean, you, but
3: do you think that? No, from looking I, I'm, at the, I'm
1: speaking more from personal experience. You haven't seen the book and we're... Oh. <laughs> I'm speaking more from personal experience where it's a, a problem that I might have and people, kind people in my life will tell me that I'm overthinking it too much.
3: I see. No, I, I have that all the time. <laughs> but in this book, it's, it's, not, it's not set up that way. It's more... Um, i think it flows Mm. between the sequencing and the way that i'm telling the story it flows very well so there's not a lot of time to think oh wait why did he do that oh that seems like a mistake Mm, i'm not sure and maybe to a fault it's a problem because it's so intense
2: it is it is pretty it is pretty intense it's pretty intense there's
1: nothing wrong with that i mean to me those are the best forms of art you know the you watch a two hour long movie and it's over in, in five minutes in your mind and you feel like what the hell just happened i think that's a a strong and powerful feeling that you get from art and that style that you said uh, of like the the synapses and having things go in such a cadence that you're sort of swept away and you don't have time to think about why you didn't like the, pa- the photo on the last page that's very similar to how we do our podcasts and my editing style where right, right. you know an hour goes by and you're just like Mm-mm. Right, right, right. <laughs> is, that's exactly to me that's in in this world where we're just so surrounded by distractions and attention deficits and all these things like that's to me that's a human created art form that is hard to duplicate with, you know, maybe AI or you know, just some some bullshit, you know. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think that a challenge in any way of trying to tell a story is to do it in a way where you can hold on to the audience, but at the same time, give them enough room to be able to see that. Let's say in this case, the story is about me, but really set it up that it's relatable to other people and becomes more, for lack of a better word, universal, Mm -hmm. that it opens up the experience, not just to one person, but to everyone. Yeah. Because it does touch on all those life, death,
2: love, uh, you know,
3: uh, just it touches on
2: all the big, all the big themes, all the big themes. And
3: I, and, and I don't think that, I guess this is intentional and, and in some ways reflects on my very small theological background, but that, that's what I'm interested in, you know, haves and have nots, power and powerlessness, Mm -hmm. Um, homelessness, home home again but refugees what not to have what to be out of place to be so so vulnerable that you would be trafficked to or or not vulnerable but you were trafficked um mm-hmm. to new haven looking at a place and looking what happens to a city structure when they try to make it better and it only gets worse mm-hmm. i could keep going you know <laughs> or seeing a couple like daryl and patricia and uh, really understanding mm-hmm. who they were and why why they made the decisions they did in a very short book made in a day, two days, you know, very simple thing. It's just direct, it's direct, it's direct. And I think that's kind of the, mm-hmm. my, my plus or minus, depending on if you're in a relationship with me, the directness may not <laughs> always be good, but you know, in life and the type of way that I approach myself as being an artist, it's that, that seems to be my, my modus operandi.
1: Jim, that yin and that
2: yang. Jim, thank you for joining us. Honestly, it was a pleasure. Oh come
3: on, let's go. Can it was, we it was a pleasure.
2: We only do an hour. <laughs> That's the rule. That's what we do here.
3: I know, but what? Who made those rules? Why can't you go an hour and ten? We,
2: <laughs> we made Elon those, Musk.
3: I mean, who's watching? Who's watching? Are you mean the people, your fans? Uh, we made
2: that. We made that rule because we do three of these a week. Yeah. And it's 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 for Jason's benefit when he's editing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Jason, yes, Jason you must die is a lot <laughs> no well much much like you i've i i really enjoy the process of of the editing the, the recording part yeah. the recording of the image the recording of the audio uh-huh. that's all well and good and fun but i really love to get all the materials together in one place great and and see how it can you know come alive activate it great and that's the best part but obviously we have much more to uh Theologize and philosophize about, and I'm sure we can come back and, and have you on again another time. Maybe Chris and I can come by the studio. I'm I'm trying to come by NorCal. Stu- yeah, I
2: want to visit. I want to visit. Great. I'm
1: going to Sea Ranch this weekend. I'll maybe I'll come knocking. Good luck. Come, <laughs> come. <laughs> Good, luck. Good luck, motherfucker. <laughs> Good Wait, luck. are you in New York or something? Or so I'm. I'm you? in. I'm in Los Angeles. I'm Chris in New York. In New York oh. But um, my wife and I are going to go to Sea Ranch.
3: Very nice.
2: Very nice. Oh, really nice. Mm-hmm
3: yeah well you go you go by our house on the way there actually you do i mean you do I
1: mean, i'm flying do. into I'm, i'll am i be flying into charles schultz airport right over by you huh?
3: oh wonderful mm-hmm. wonderful wonderful well if you if you're going on roblar road if it takes you on roblar road well it might take you on 12 uh probably will take you on 12 but if it took you on roblar road you would go right by
2: Damn, that's great okay on the way um all right, so coming and going is available now uh, from MacBooks wherever you buy books. Yeah,
3: I think it's just out in the states now. And yet. all
2: of all of uh, Jim's books, depending on how much money you want to spend, um, are available. <laughs> you know, if you want a first edition. It's going to set you back a little bit you know what i mean raised by wolves can get pricey <laughs> but you know that they're all available for your consumption maybe even at your local library you know it's all it's all there mm-hmm. so thank you again it's been it's been a pleasure
3: yeah yeah and uh, and as you can tell i'm available for funerals or weddings
2: of course Farmers- <laughs> of course and thank you thank you for putting on the the tie for us it, it means a lot we'll see you soon
1: appreciate it jim bye guys thank you